Hey, hey, welcome to the Unchained Sex Cast. I'm Sierra Booker, sex and intimacy coach and sex enthusiast. I'm about to make your life a lot spicier. I help people find their truths and live their desires shame free. My goal is to break the generational and cultural shame around sexuality and sex, all while helping make your sexual experiences with yourself, partner, significant other in your life, everything that you desire. I am full of resources and I am extremely straight to the point. So if you are ready for the unsugarcoated talks, I'll be covering everything under the birds and the bees, aka sex. Welcome to the Unchained Sex Cast. And welcome back to another episode of the Unchained Sex Cast. We're going to talk about the low-key kink of sex toys today. So I feel like sometimes I can go maybe a little extra kinky. If you listen to Monday's episode, then you know we were a little extra kinky, which is fine. But let's tone it down a little bit and talk about the kink of sex toys. Sex toys are not always a toned down kink for some. If you're listening to this and you're like, Sierra, I just ventured out and tried sex toys for the first time, or I am very new into trying sex toys. There is nothing wrong with that, and you will definitely still enjoy this episode. It doesn't matter if you are brand new into sex toys or if you are a pro. It's a fun kink. I've found that these episodes where I just take one kink and highlight it go over really, really well and people love them. So I've just been, if you have something, a kink or something you want me to talk about, send it in y'all. I love requests. I love doing episode requests as well. Send it over if you have any ideas at all. Why are sex toys kinky? Why are they fun? Why do we want them? Well, you guys know that I've always called them tools, not toys, because that's a broader term for it. There are so many things out there that can be used as a tool in the bedroom, and sex toys are one of them, whether that be vibrators or dildos or flogging equipment, whatever that looks like. Tools are made to help enhance your experience, whether that just be with foreplay or actual sex, penetrative sex, whatever that is. You know, people have been coming to me for years for sex toys, so you know I could talk about sex toys all day long, but it is an ever-growing industry. You know, there's so much new stuff on the market, especially thinking about whenever I got into it compared to now, just in like the past 10 years, how much new shit has come out. Me and Jen were talking about on an episode the other day about an app where her remote control vibrator is controlled by an app and her partner can control it like anywhere in the world. I'm like, that's just so crazy to think of how far sex toys and tools have come since, you know, just in the past 10 years. So there are so many toys out there. I feel like a lot of people, one, don't know where to start. If you're a female, you know, I've done several episodes on where to start, but I always recommend a good old bullet. I always recommend the clitoral bullet and a lot of the older bullets have the cords and whatnot. Those are okay for first time use. They're a little bit less intimidating, but if you're wanting your first toy purchase to be something that you have for a while, you know, you're more about quality over quantity. You can buy cheap shit over and over and over again, use it, throw it out, use it, throw it out when it breaks. But if you want something more quality, then definitely stick with the rechargeable toys, the silicone based toys. I usually always kind of look to see 
how the charger looks as well. Like what's the charging port look like? Because sometimes over time those can weaken and break. Um, but your silicone and rechargeable toys are also going to have your higher quality motors. Unless they're like the Hitachi ones that you plug into the wall. I'm sorry. I'm like, I remember whenever I was doing my sex coaching school, we would all grab like a vibrator or a sex toy that was near us and hold it up for like a boomerang. And one time I had my wand that was near me and it was the corded wand and I held it up and one of them was like laughing and I was like, I don't care. The corded Hitachi ones are definitely different and stronger than the rechargeable ones. I don't care what you think, but it is. Plug into the wall power, baby. Like there are some powerful fucking vibrators out there. And then there's like some unique ones like the airflow technology, like the womanizer or the roses, you know, everybody that knows I sell sex toys. I swear to God, whenever the roses started to become really popular, that's all anybody would say to me like, oh, you have the rose, you have the rose. Ironically, I do not like roses personally. They are like, I don't, I don't like them. The roses are toys that I don't really like. <laughs> they were actually probably my least favorite if I were to uh, put them on a list, which is opposite than most clitoris owners. I would say a lot of women love the womanizer, love the rose effect, which is that airflow. It's like a, a blowing kind of effect. The, not the sucking. Now, there are suction toys as well. Suction toys, super big fan of for sure. But the airflow technology, I don't know. I'm just not, I'm more of a pressure person. And I think this comes down to anatomy, sensitivity, mood, hormones, your time of the month, literally everything comes into this play. So there's been times where whenever I've used a toy, I've liked it. And then I've used it again at a different time. And it wasn't like my thing. So much goes into play on how your body's going to feel that day, that specific time, that specific moment. So people who don't stay in touch with their sexual side, this is how you lose so quickly because we change and evolve so fastly. And if you are totally out of touch and you're not paying attention at all, then it's going to be really easy for time to just fly by and you're not going to realize what you like anymore. You're going to realize that you haven't masturbated in like three years or whatever that is. So staying in touch with what turns you on is so important and your own um, to have your own physical pleasure and gratification, but also to help your partner understand how they can help you and how they can support you sexually as well. Sex toys are one way to just keep that going, keep that fresh, keep that alive, just keep the momentum going, I feel like, because there's so many different types. Clitoral bullets or the little clitoral vibes, are, of course, are the great for the first timers. The wands are super popular. So the Hotachi wands I mentioned, they're all different types of wands, but those are more for clitoral stimulation and pressure. You can get different pressure points with those. Wands also cover a bigger surface area. So wands are really fun. If you like to do doggy, your partner can use it from behind and literally just stimulate your entire vulva. Like they can just reach around. They have the nice big long handles and it covers a much bigger surface area. So wands are fucking life. I always say like if you're a clitoris owner and you don't own a wand you should <laughs> everyone you should have one whenever people think of sex toys I know a lot of people immediately go to dildos like immediately go to dildos and what's so funny is 
dildos are probably one of the more least likely to buy toys because most women usually honestly go for the clitoral items because a lot of us have dicks in our life, but a lot of us don't have dicks that stimulate our clitorises. So we're going to go for tools that help stimulate our clits. You know, maybe our partner knows how to use their wiener, but we just need a little bit more help hitting our clitoris. Yes, the clitoral vibrators are going to come in handy. So it's going to enhance the experience and you can use these with partners. So you can have your partner use the vibrator on you. A lot of guys and a lot of partners can be more voyeuristic and they want to watch you use the toy. So if you have a partner that's like, my partner won't use my toy on me, like he, he just wants me to use it. That might just be because he wants to watch you and he doesn't know how to say it to you. So maybe open that conversation and be like, would you rather watch me or would you rather use it on me? Do a little bit of both. Explore. It doesn't have to be one way or the other. You can really explore and dive into new areas. Dildos are fun. They definitely can help with like double penetration as well. If you're like, I already have a dick. I want more. <laughs> Get a nil get a dildo. I've always wanted low key. I always thought it would be so fun to get the dick mold kits and like mold my partner's penis into a dildo just to like have it. I don't know. I feel like it's almost like serial killer vibes as in a way of like, I've got my, my partner's trophies. <laughs> I've got his dildos. But if you think about it, like then if you had a mold of your partner's penis, then he could technically double penetrate you. He could technically double penetrate you with, with his dick, which would be like insane. I mean, if you're into that. So there's so many like dildos out there too. A lot of them are like the suction cup, which are fun for like shower play or like traveling when you're wanting to just spice it up, stick it on a window when you're 17 stories up on the hotel floor. Yeah, I've seen you <laughs> get your little exhibitionist side on. You know, my favorite to talk about too are sleeves and our toys for our penis owners while we're talking about dick. Um, sleeves are otherwise called pocket pussy but I want you to know that sleeves are universal and it's not just for people who want to fuck a pussy. I don't know. They've got that slang term and sleeves are really universal. You can use them like during sex. You can also use them in different positions. And I, I don't like calling them that term either because I don't want to just assume what the owner prefers pleasure wise. Like they're called sleeves. <laughs> a lot of people like to call them fleshlights, which just like, ugh, I don't even know why that just grosses me out, but I don't also like to call them that either. Your sleeves and your C rings. Those I would say are like your top two penis toys. Out of like the population of people that have tried sex toys like a handful of times, most of the time, one of those experiences was probably with a C-ring. I will say most of the time that experience, if it was one time with the C-ring, was probably never again because you got that cheap ass little jelly C-ring at the checkout that was like a $2 add-on or that $20 one from Walmart. Those would probably give you a bad experience, not going to lie. They're sticky. They can pull the skin. They just don't feel good. You know, getting a nice quality soft silicone is so worth it, especially when you're strapping something around your partner's genitals. Like, don't you want it to be good quality? I would not want to bring something in and then have a bad experience because it was just a shit product. Like for me, it's always worth it to pay for quality. 
when it comes to sexual health items and sex toys, especially C-rings whenever they're going around the penis. Sometimes it takes a while to find a good C-ring. I remember my partner and I went on a vacation one time and I had gotten these new C-rings in and it was like this light up collection. It was a light blue collection and they had all these neon colored lights that would flash and it was so fucking pretty. And so I took this one on vacation. It was at like a hundred dollar C-ring. Um, so it was a very nice, I would say that is a hundred dollars to a hundred and and $30. That's going to probably be like your top tier C-ring price. So we took this toy on vacation and it was like one of those trips where we were like rained in this cabin the entire time. It was cold. It was like off season because we love traveling to places in off season and everything was dead and we just had sex. So we tried the C-ring and it was horrible. It was a horrible experience. I never have had the C-ring just did not fit him well. And that's the thing with C-rings. Sometimes with just different anatomies and different shapes of toys, they are just not that great. And especially if you have a bigger partner, this is one that you might struggle with to find a good stretchy size. A lot of them are extremely, extremely stretchy, but not every guy likes really, really tight constriction. Sometimes they like a more less. It's the same thing if you want to massage. Some people like deep tissue and some people are like a lighter, more scratchy sensation for massage. So it really just depends. Sometimes it takes the right one to find. So needless to say, that toy came home and went to the bottom of the sex drawer until I think I threw it out like several years later because I'm like, I'm literally never going to use this again. Um, And that toy specifically, like it wouldn't have even been a good one to kind of have like for clitoral vibration or foreplay. Like with its shape, it wasn't, but man, it was so pretty. I loved it. It was the flashing lights. Damn, it was pretty. Searings, they are fun. Um, not all searings vibrate either. You guys have heard me talk about just silicone rings that constrict. So that's the fun part about searings is they can help with erection. So I know a lot of people struggle with ED and keeping hard and even kind of keeping hard through sex and whatnot, but C-rings can help with erections because they're constricting the blood flow. So you can have the ones that just have the one ring and that goes down and around the shaft, or you can have the dual ring ones where you have one around the shaft and then you have another ring that goes down and around the testicles. That can help with blood flow. It can help with maintaining an erection. And plus, it's just really fun sensation play. So whether you're having penetrative sex, whether you're doing oral on your partner, um, or you're just playing around, C-rings can be super fun to play with and just get different sensation feel and different constriction levels just for to see and kind of to explore what your partner really Really likes so many sex toys out there and it's such a fun kink space to explore in because it's really never ending you know I cannot wait to bring on more um toys and talk more about some of the different types that are out there like the glass ones and the weighted ones I feel like I haven't had an episode where I talk about weights and different things like that or Benoit balls and Kegel balls and things that you can insert during sex or or playtime just to have different sensation play. So sex toys are definitely huge on filling sensation play and exploring different areas. You know, I always will be talking about sex toys to death. Go get you a new one. This is your sign. Go get you a new one. Treat yourself. It's time to freshen up that drawer. Get your toys out. Throw out the old shit that you haven't used in a while and go treat you to something new. 
It is self-love month officially. It is February, so make sure and take care of you. For listening to the Unchained Sex Cast. For more, please follow us on Instagram under the Unchained Sex Cast or my coaching page, Inspired by Sierra. If you feel inclined, please feel free to share us with your friends. This is not a sponsored podcast, so it is by word of mouth. If you liked us, loved us, wanted to review us, please take a second and do so, and we would super appreciate it to help us organically grow. Thanks again for catching the Unchained Sex Cast. We'll see you on our next episode.